Hey, hey, this is Coach A, and welcome to the Feb 5th edition. So, let's get going. Today, we're going to talk about being consistently intense. Now, intensity is important. Without intensity, without that drive, that hustle, that push. It's not possible to get things done. To get over that hump, that last mile, or to solve that roadblock, you need intensity. And of course, many times to start, to blast off like a rocket that needs to escape the Earth's uh, gravitational field. Intensity needed. Consistency, of course, is important. Compounding happens only with consistency. Long-term success and any kind of result needs consistency. And if you've read my earlier posts, You've seen my opinion that consistency is far more important than intensity. But does it need to be one or the other? Why do we have to say or when we can say and? Well, true, true. But being consistently intense is just a shortcut for burning out. Balancing the intensity required, balancing work life, learning to switch off, these things are becoming harder and harder. There's always more to be done. And it needs to be done as soon as possible. Let's push for now. And once this is over, we can chill. Seems to be a trick we keep playing on ourselves. It used to work. It always works while running. You just tell yourself you're going to run to the next tree or that next car. And then once you go there, you tell your brain something else. Well, as always, something else keeps coming up. And burnout seems to be an increasingly common scenario and across many, many age groups. A lesson I've had from training is, well, you know, in a high-intensity workout, your heart rate goes to 90% of its maximum. Well, you know, honestly, goes close to 100% as well. It is supposed to. That's the goal. And that's how you get the requisite outcome and the adaptation needed. You push it and then you rest. For example, take a sprint. You sprint 100 meters. Now, sprinting by definition is an all-out effort. After that, you need to take a few minutes to rest. Sometimes up to 10 minutes 
before you can sprint again at that same intensity. Now there are other workouts where you rest much lesser and you go again. You're putting in the same amount of effort. You're sprinting, but you're not resting 10 minutes. You're resting say two to three minutes. So there's incomplete recovery. So your second sprint is not as fast as your first and your third is not as fast or you run lesser. Again, you're putting in a lot of effort, but it's just not possible to match the time because of incomplete recovery. And this is fine too. This leads to a different adaptation. It's a valid training protocol. Now, as a strength and conditioning coach, I write training plans that vary the outcomes, vary the adaptations for my students. Now, depending on their goals, depending on the quarter that we are in and the focus of that quarter. For example, this quarter, work capacity. Next quarter, strength. And then power endurance. So depending on the outcome and adaptations we're going for, I vary the protocols I use. So as I just explained, sometimes it is high intensity with a lot of rest. Other times it is high intensity with incomplete recovery. Sprinting with 10 minutes of rest versus sprinting with two minutes of rest. And other times it's high-ish, not maximum like the sprint, but say like a 400 meter sprint. You cannot sprint a 400 meter the same way you would sprint a 100 meter. So high-ish intensity with incomplete recovery, high-ish intensity with complete recovery simply means, are we talking two minutes of rest? Are we talking eight minutes of rest? Or you can just stretch this on and on, right? Moderate intensity for longer duration. Say a 5K in 25 minutes or running a 10K in 50 minutes or low intensity, walking 10K in 90 minutes. Now, at first we started with a burst of work and when we're talking sprinting, we're talking 20 seconds of work maximum, followed by 10 minutes of rest. And then at the last, when we're talking about 5Ks and walking 10Ks and things like that, we're talking about much lesser intensity, but continuous duration. Now, all of these, and I don't want to bore you more about training protocols, but all of these are valid training protocols. They all produce different outcomes and adaptations. All of them, though, have a few things in common. You need to rest and you need to recover. Some have all actually have recovery built in. Yes, with the sprint, you are resting actively. But in the moderate intensity work, in the 5Ks and the 10Ks, your body is working at a pace that it can keep going and your breathing is recovering it as it goes. But it cannot keep going forever. 
and all of them have a recovery that's needed over the next day. The same day, the rest of the day, the next day, sometimes even the next few days. Sleeping, eating, stretching are simple expected recovery work that one needs to do. Now, when we sprint with inadequate rest and recovery, it leads to reduced performance. So the second sprint is slower than the first. The third sprint is slower than the third. And if I go again and sprint tomorrow, after not eating well, after not sleeping well, or say after drinking a bunch of alcohol, my next day, I'm not going to be able to sprint as well as I did yesterday. And I keep doing this, I'm going to get injured in a few days. But that's exactly what you're doing in life. You keep sprinting, and every night and every weekend, you just gasp for air and you attempt to de-stress and recover. I think it's cheetah sprints for 10 kilometers. And you think a cheetah after, well, first it doesn't. And then you think a cheetah after it sprints for a kill or it fails to kill, it goes and it rests and recovers. Well, why don't you? You keep adding piles and piles of stress and workload. And you keep doing this with incomplete recovery. Your health drops. Your performance, your work quality drops. Your peace drops. You fall sick, you feel rushed, you feel anxious. Change is needed. You need to change your mindset and your approach. There are times when you need to bring in a lot of intensity. But as soon as that time is over, you need to add in a lot of high-quality rest. You need consistency. You need to keep showing up. Most days, you come in and you do your best. Some days, add a high intensity at your maximum. Most days, you clock in and you clock out. This is how most of my training sessions are. And most days at work as well, while I want to create a crazy fucking amazing idea, like the ones that led eventually to, say, the D9 or the quad, most days, I don't have these kind of ideas. But, that doesn't mean I'm not doing quality work. And some days just suck. You're not able to produce much. That's okay. You take it easy. At the gym, some days I just go roll around and I'm done. And of course, some days you bring it. Now, those are the days we bring intensity. Now, life is a mixture of all these. Training, as I like to say, is my sandbox for life. So training is a mixture of all these as well. You need to learn from this. 
you need to design your schedule accordingly. Chartered accountants, for example, should have a vacation in April. Once the craziness of tax season in March wraps up, an app developer should have a de-stress period after a product launch, right? Of course, makes sense. So what's next? Well, remember, if you do not program the rest and recovery, you will break. If you aim to be consistently intense, you will break. Consistency is the overarching framework that holds everything together. You need to be consistent for the rest of your life. You bring intensity in short bursts, though. A few simple examples, say daily, you stretch, you do some breathing, you do some meditation. Weekly, let's say every weekend, you watch a movie, you play some sport, get a massage, go hang out with your friends. And every month, you take a long weekend off. And every few months, you take a bigger vacation. Now, my opinion is that consistently being intense is a surefire method to fall sick and decrease quality of life and work. And just to be clear, every time I say you, I don't mean you. I totally, absolutely mean me. Because as my workload keeps piling up, my thoughts keep leading me here. So, well, that's that for today. I'd love to hear back from you. This is Coach A signing off about being consistently intense. You have a good one. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.